intro music, baby. You like that? I know. It's crazy. It makes you want to just get jiggy with it, right? <laughs> Welcome back to Ooh, the Set Apart. I'm out of breath, and you know why. <laughs> Welcome back to the Set Apart podcast. I'm Rebecca. And I'm Jake. And we are actually sitting here recording episode two. I'm pretty proud of us, babe. You know what? I think this is cause and time for an applause around that oh boy, because we're about we to be two for two. Let's hear it. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you. Just to go ahead and dig about, babe. <laughs> All right, honey. So I can't believe we're doing this. We're being consistent so far. So keep us in your prayers. We're doing our best here. So before episode- that, though, I oh, want to just okay. ask you a question, babe. Okay. How are you doing today? <laughs> how was your day? Well, I was with you all day. I think they you know want to know too. Went. How was Rebecca's day today? <laughs> I had a great day, actually. Levi and I were outside a lot today, weren't we, son? And we got a lot of sun. We're a little pink in the cheeks. How was your day, babe? I would say it's just about the same. It's kind of beautiful, the <laughs> weather that we are getting in Texas. I think like literally two weeks ago, we were seeing flurries of snow mm-hmm. flying in the sky. And now we are literally just playing in the sunshine. And I'm drinking a coffee, mm. which means I'm off of the fast that I was on. Oh. And I get to just partake in this beautiful espresso caffeine that I dearly that I missed. made you. And yep, obviously made by my wife. So, so that's a great segue, actually, because I was going to ask, I was going to bring up our fast. We just got oh, off my. of a- Goodness. 21 day corporate fast with our church and um i'm nursing so i did not fast the way <laughs> jacob did jacob did a liquid only fast so honey what I did you ask, fast rebecca oh gosh you know it was still a fast babe no 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 i okay. want to know i'm still nursing um exclusively so I have to be careful. Honey, we don't have to have the, all the, the, those disclaimers. <laughs> Just tell us what you so fasted. So I fasted my phone. Oh, she didn't receive any calls, any texts, anything. No. She fasted her phone. She threw it out the window, never to be seen again. Okay. I fasted <laughs> all social media, which is so refreshing, honestly. Um, and then I fasted sweets, sugars, desserts, added sugars, those kind of things. And, and that's and actually saying a lot for you, though. That's, that's <laughs> really like, is. I mean, when I first met you. I don't okay. know if any of you guys have Come watched on. You're our, sorry now. I don't know if any of you guys watched our <laughs> wedding video, but I literally vow made be, vows that I would keep two tubs of dark chocolate moose tracks in the fridge at all times. And I got to admit, I'm glad that she has shifted from liking chocolate ice cream so much because I have, I can't failed really have on ice that cream vow. So all husbands and wives be praying for me. But yeah, seriously, that's a big that's a big move for you. It and is. you did amazing, by the way. Thank you. I feel amazing and spiritually I feel amazing. I I found this new routine with my daily encounter with the Lord and I'm reading an amazing book. Um, outside of reading the word every day. And For people that are listening to us right now, they don't know what a daily encounter is. What is a daily encounter? Yeah, so our church um, focuses a lot on taking people from corporate encounters with God to daily personal encounters with God. And you're probably laughing if you go to our church because that's something we say very often. But your daily encounter is you connecting with God in the way you best connect with God because we don't all connect with the Lord the same way. Some may connect through worship and adoration as I do. Some may connect with God through movement and learning like, like you do, I do. babe. It's funny. <laughs> and there's many different ways. So um, in short, that's a daily encounter. But I wanted to ask you how you're feeling now that you broke your fast. And you're eating food again. How's that? <laughs> it's glorious. I mean, there's no other way to put it. I think it's just um, 
honestly, growing up, I didn't do a ton of fasts. Mm, like it wasn't something that was talked about a ton. It definitely, I wasn't really taught, um, within my own household about, uh, uh, you know, fasting and mm-hmm. even the churches that I went to didn't put a lot of emphasis on it. So just realizing like, um, actually denying your flesh, denying the pleasures, denying your desires mm-hmm. and, and giving them to God and in the midst, not just emptying up yourself of what you want, but asking the Lord to fill, fill your, fill, fill you up with what he has for you mm-hmm. in the meantime, because you're not just emptying yourself up. You want to ask the Lord to fill you in those specific times. Right. It has taught me a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, my dreams, I've had just crazy dreams. Yeah. I feel like I've been having, um, sometimes clarity of mind um definitely the energy levels are lower but the Mm -hmm. greatest thing about fasting and it's not even about me (laughs) it's not about us it's ultimately about the lord Mm -hmm. and uh, i don't know if you guys have ever heard of a man named lou engel but he says fasting um, makes your life a landing strip for revelation so that's what i've been contending for that's what i've been asking for and ultimately i've been fasting for a future generation the generation that my kids are going to be raised in and um, the life that they're going to be living in. I've been fasting for them as well. So I love that all name. that to say, um, I am going to get mountain mics this Saturday and I'm <laughs> stoked about it. And I've <laughs> planned an entire week's worth of Jacob's favorite meals. And we got one coming tonight that we're going to go eat when we're done here. Anyway, it sounds like we need to do a full episode about fasting because that is one of the ways we connect with God through Jesus, of course. All right, honey. So... We're going to introduce today's topic, but first, I thought it'd be fun to kick off this episode, even though we just talked for like six minutes. I thought it would be fun to ask you a little question. What? This isn't in rehearse, by the way, so I'm just, no. this is on the fly, on the go. <laughs> no, it's snap. just something I thought about as I, as I was planning out um, <laughs> the structure a little bit of today's episode. So, nice. what brought you joy this week? What brought me joy? Mm-hmm. In the last... Seven days. Can this I go first, though? Because I feel like oh. you're going to steal mine. <laughs> All right. She's asking herself a question. There you go, folks. Well, I want both of us to answer it. <laughs> you know but... why she's doing that? Because most of the time when I answer, <sighs> it's what she thought of. So she wants to be able to answer it right. first. Because she fears that what I'm about to say is what she's thinking. It's not fear. It's because we're one. All right. Cool, cool, cool. What What do you? What it brought you joy this week, Rebecca <laughs> Thanks for asking May me, babe. Gallagher. <laughs> What brought me joy this week I'm was hoping you say me right now, but my we'll son officially has said the word mama and I love it. <laughs> now he babbles it all day long. Oh, Levi. <laughs> what brought you joy this week, babe? I was actually crazy enough going to say that, but I'm glad you did. Because, are you serious? Yeah, I was. I'm glad you did wow. because this is what happens when you're married. You are one, one flesh. And I would say, um, what has brought me joy this Besides week? Besides breaking your fast. <laughs> Honestly, I, I know it sounds like super simple. Obviously you've brought me joy and my son brings me joy every day, but of the course, sunshine, like just getting out in the sun. I know a lot of people like in other States go through that where like they literally crave the sunshine, but it's like, true. it's crazy when it comes around and you step outside, it almost like changes your mood. Oh yeah. And it makes you feel better. Obviously there's so many, there's data and scientific study about how the sun is so beneficial for your life. It's true. It increases everything about you and around (laughs) you. But yeah, it's been nice to step out in the sunshine, go on walks with my family, see my crazy dog, um, just run amok and just have a great time. So (laughs) yeah, the sunshine is really blessed. It's true, babe. You know, God created the sun and he called it good. So that's great, honey. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So speaking of becoming one, as we just, 
you know, said a second ago. Perfect segue into our topic today. Do you know what we're going to talk is about, the baby? What is topic? I think we do. And this is crazy because we're only on episode two, and I think we're diving into the deep end already. We're diving in, honey. We're going to oh, talk snap. about marriage. Marriage. <laughs> marriage and love, honey. Oh, snap. You know, we've been married. We're in our fifth year of marriage. We're going on five years. We just celebrated four, so right? We're in our fifth? We yeah. are in our we're fourth in our on fifth. our way to our fifth, 10, 19, yeah. 19. So we're in our fifth currently. So basically we're professionals, right? You're a professional husband. Mm. I'm a professional wife at this point. No, I'm just kidding. I want to put out a disclaimer that everything we're going to say is just what we're learning. And specifically, um, I'd like to take a lot of scripture references too in today's episode because it's not just our opinions and like we know everything. We're not professionals. That's a joke. Um, We're obviously young. We just had our first baby and... Um, marriage has been awesome so far. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, marriage has been, it's been a game changer for me, a life <laughs> like changer. I hear <laughs> <laughs> you on the edge of your seat right now. <laughs> marriage has been, yeah, you know, uh, it's been beautiful. Every, every part yeah. of it. And I know like, you know, you get all those just waiters. What I mean by just waiters <laughs> is just wait till you're married and the honeymoon season is over. Just wait till... You're three years in and nothing feels the same anymore and like all the just waiters of life. And that hasn't been the case for us. I feel like we've we've charted our own path and really it's just been not that we haven't gone through tribulations or gone through hard times, but we have really felt like we've stepped into joy from the start of it. And even till now, Mm -hmm. we've stepped into uh, just everything that God has has given us and it's been good. And Lord has really blessed our marriage and it's been it's been one adventure. It's been quite the adventure. <laughs> and Levi would say the same if you can hear him and right now in the background. Levi. <laughs> you know, babe, marriage has been quite the adventure with you. You know that song that they go, God gave me you for the ups and downs. <laughs> I literally feel. Wait, wait, I don't know that song. Keep singing. God gave me you for the days of now. <laughs> wow, honey. I honestly feel. For those of you that didn't know, Jake is a singer. <laughs> No, I'm the guy that uh, the Lord says make a joyful noise, not a perfect noise. So I I go with the first one and she goes with the second one. (laughs) But honestly, though, I feel like marriage, God gave me you for the perfect time in my life because I'm I'm not kidding. When we got married in 2019, 10, 19, 19, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) life got extremely crazy at that point. And I, no, 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 I'm not saying because (laughs) of you. I'm saying I'm thankful for you because. The relationship that God gave me, that our marriage that the Lord ordained, it it strengthened me to walk through the things that I was going to be walking through in the next four years of my life, which mm-hmm. was a lot of pain, which was a lot of tragedy, which was a lot of different things. So God gives you the person that you need, the wife that you need to support you in life. Amen. That's so true, babe. I don't know if the same has been for you. What about you? A hundred percent. I mean, I've been through all those trials with you, so I sure am glad we were together through those. Come on. So in case y'all can't tell, we sure do love to tell stories and rant. So let's get into the meat of today's episode. <laughs> Forgive us for every time we go off subject. No, this on, was a great podcast. First, like 20 minutes or however long we've been going. All right, all right. So basically, I feel like, um, so we introduced, we're going to talk about marriage and we have a lot to say on this topic, babe. So I'm thinking we can make this a marriage series and this will be part one 100 we got a whole five years almost five years of good stuff to talk about yeah like i said earlier we're professionals don't say that we're not (laughs) so this episode for part one 
um, we're going to discuss uh, preparing for marriage, preparing for a set apart marriage. So um, we came up with, oh my, Levi has some things to say too. We came (laughs) up with a couple questions slash points to kind of meditate on and ask yourself in singleness, um, whether you are single currently or maybe you're dating, um, maybe thinking about popping a question to your girl. These are really good questions <laughs> to ask yourself and pray about. Um, so the first one we have here is, and this is super convicting, I think, wow. probably for everyone. Right out the gate. Yeah. So this first question is, are you currently the person you would want to be if you ran into your future spouse today? It's a good question. I mean, <laughs> I'm already past this point, but I uh-huh. totally understand the heart of that question because um, you want to ask yourself, is the life I'm living right now honoring the person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with? Right. And I think sometimes we, um, especially as men, should look at, you know, look ourselves in the mirror and be, am I honoring my wife with the decisions I'm making right now in my life? Am I respecting exactly. her with these decisions? And that's kind of hard to do when you're not physically seeing that that you know your wife in front of you you're not physically you know seeing her with your eyes but you need to really ask yourself those questions because when you do run into that into that person that the lord has for you you want to be ready to go and ready to be in that relationship but also be healthy to carry yourself so are you living a life that's honoring your spouse right now i think you're 100 percent right like i said i think women can ask ourselves the same question in our singleness like am i Do I look, act, and live the life that I want my husband to run into? And obviously, you know, as believers, we all want strong, godly marriages. So is my relationship with the Lord where I want it to be when I run into my spouse? Because God is always going to come first. So I want that relationship to be priority and strong before I run into my husband. Yeah, 100%. And and we are always, um, when two people become one, it means everything that that person's carrying now becomes yours and vice versa. So what are you carrying into that relationship? You know what I mean? In your yeah, life. That's good. Um, have you been healed from certain things? Have yes. you walked through um, healing in certain areas of your life? Have you been set free in certain areas of your life? Um, is, a good, is a good question to ask. So how are you yeah. preparing yourself? with due diligence to present yourself to your husband or for the husband mm-hmm. to present himself to his wife so that when they come together, that the Lord can just step in between and right in the middle of that marriage and that relationship and really fortify and strengthen it. Yes. I love that you brought that up because um, a question that goes with what I asked is how can you work towards being the person you desire to be? Like if you're not already there and you brought up um, healing and inner wholeness. I know that was something I had to walk through before I was ready for you. Yeah. Like and just, just coming out of a relationship and um, bringing in a lot of baggage into our very new relationship. Yeah. I didn't want to bring all that baggage in. And um, sometimes that's just a part of life. You know, we all have pasts. We all have yeah. different mistakes we've made. And I know that I wasn't ready for you and I didn't want to come into our relationship uh, broken the way I was. And although yeah. you accepted me, I wanted to better myself, not only for you, but for the Lord. I, I really wanted to, um, I wanted to be whole 
and complete in the Lord before I jumped into another relationship, even if it was a good one. Yeah, no, I, I really admire that. And I really love that you did that because had you have just been fresh off of um, a relationship and I jump into the equation, even though I knew I wanted to be with you and I knew mm-hmm. you were what I wanted and my, what I desired and I felt the green light from the Lord to pursue you, mm-hmm. it you know, it could have been something where we got together and things happened and you were still healing right. and we wouldn't able to have been, you know, a progressing relationship because you were still hurt from these things or right. haven't walked through healing with the Lord or haven't gone to the Lord and worked through those things in your life. So yeah. I loved the part where, you know, I told you my feelings for you. I explained what I desired, but I also saw where you were at and I saw that you needed time. Yeah. And you said basically, you know, hey, I needed to have time and mm-hmm. I need to um, you know, kind of pursue the Lord on my own in this time. And I said, okay, I respect that. Mm-hmm. And that's why we quote unquote talked, which was like our pre-dating phase for like, what, nine or 10 months? I don't know. I didn't say we talked. We chatted. <laughs> then we talked. Yeah, it was a whole Before a whole we thing. were officially boyfriend and girlfriend, which, you know, looking back, we may have done things a little different. But that time in hindsight was really important for me and my healing journey with the lord and here's a fun fact she made me ask her dad (laughs) if i could if i could be her boyfriend so i had to go to her dad before i could ask her let me know guys if if there's any other fathers that are making you do that because i really feel like i had to go the extra mile all right my dad's listening to this on his drive to work just cracking oh man okay let's jump to the next um question slash point that we think is really healthy to meditate on in your singleness before marriage how can you strengthen your relationship with God in this season? So a point I want to make is God is always going to come before, you know, your boyfriend or girlfriend or your spouse. And then in the future, your kids and everything else. God is always going to be that first priority. At least he should be. So how can that relationship be strengthened in singleness? So again, just bringing up our experiences because that's what I know best. Um, For me, when I was going through that healing journey, pursuing the Lord every single day was vital for not only healing, but just going after him because he is the reward. That's what we've been talking about lately about Um, intimacy with God isn't because we're trying to get something out of him. He is the reward ultimately. So, um, yeah, that was something I did in singleness is just, and I still do now is our, our daily encounter, which we touched on at the beginning of the podcast. So, um, yeah, pursuing the Lord daily, pouring out your heart to him daily. The Bible says to never stop praying. So even in singleness, even when it's hard, even when it's lonely, keep praying, keep asking, keep knocking. And, um, the Lord cares about your singleness. He's absolutely yeah. in that season and singleness can be such a beautiful, um, life giving yeah. season. It doesn't have to be this lonely, like, um, you know, scary thing to walk through. Yeah. hundred percent. No, I love that. And I totally agree. Um, you know, pursuing the Lord daily in your relationship and there's going to be things that the Lord can do in your life in singleness that he probably won't be able to do when you are married. And, um, you know, for me is, yeah, I pursued the Lord daily and I sought relationship with him and I continued to, you know, go after him. But I also in preparing and strengthening my relationship while I was waiting for my wife, I actually prayed for my wife often. Um, I prayed for her wherever she was at in her life. Mm -hmm. Um, Habakkuk two verse two actually says, write it down and make it plain that he, that he may run who reads it. Let me 
You know, it sounds a little funny and it sounds a little kind of quirky, but actually think about the wife that you want or the husband that you want and sit down and write down the qualities, mm-hmm. the desires, the personalities, um, even the, the features. You mm-hmm. have to be attracted yeah. to the person that you yeah. want to be with. That is important, obviously. Yes. Yeah. Um, and just to keep it real, like I was very specific with things that I wrote down and I would bring them out and pray them over my wife. I prayed that she would have blonde hair. I you, showed Rebecca this too. Wait, I don't remember the blonde hair. Part. I you know. I, sh- I showed you this. It's there. It's blonde hair. blonde hair. More. It's blonde hair. <laughs> it was green eyes. And then I also wrote many other things, but just some key things that stuck out that they would, she would be a worshiper and she would sing. And that's exactly all the things that you are and more. And it's funny how when you write those things down and you, you kind of just build that list and not a list that has to be every box checked, but you're showing the Lord that you trust him with this. Um, it's funny how he shows up and shows off and gives you exactly what you need. And most of the time, more than what, more than you could ever imagine. Yeah, I'm I'm so glad you brought that up. That was actually my one of my final points here was praying for your future spouse and 100% agree with you, but also on the other side of that <laughs> on the other side of that making a list is so good, but also we don't want to limit the Lord. We don't want to limit the Lord to um to a box. So if God may have something beyond your list, you know, your list and more. And your person may not align 100% with that list, but I think as long as they have those very, um, you know, the major things like your values and morals and your faith should align, which brings me to my next point, part of um, praying for your future spouse, I think the main thing is, do they love Jesus? And is Jesus their Lord and Savior? Because yeah. as women, we love to nurture, care for, um, we love to, I feel like a lot of women get attracted to like the bad boy because they want to fix something. I think naturally that's how God designed us as like nurturers and caregivers and whatnot. But no, ladies, like your man should be praying for you right now, loving Jesus right now. And I know a lot of marriages that are unequally yoked um, and I actually have a scripture on that I wanted to read. Um, and now this doesn't mean there's no hope for those that are already in marriages or relationships that are unequally yoked. Pray for your spouse, pray for your husband, pray for your wife night and day if you are believing for their salvation. Um, but if you're in your singleness, which is what we're discussing today, it is so much harder to be in a a godly marriage with somebody who doesn't see eye to eye with you on those big things. And faith is, is huge. Um, it's not just religion. This is relationship with Jesus. This is our everyday. Our every decision is made with him. Our every move is made with him. How we raise our children is made with him, you know, all the important life things. So this is huge. Um, and the Bible actually specifically addresses this. So don't cancel us for saying this. The Bible, 2 Corinthians 6, 14 says, do not be unequally yoked. Bless you, Levi. Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? Now, we're not here to, you know, call everyone a sinner. We're all sinners. But... <laughs> but... um. I think it goes to show how important and how much time and heartache you could save by pursuing a godly relationship 
before you're married. Pursue that person who who loves the Lord ultimately. And in case this language is unfamiliar to anyone listening, babe, do you want to kind of explain what an unequally yoked relationship is? Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. And I think, you know, from the scripture portion of it, it's kind of self-explanatory. But you, when you're thinking about the person you want to spend the rest of your life with, what that verse is referring to and is giving us giving us some insight into is that when you marry somebody or when you're you're making a vow to spend the rest of your life with this person, when you're entering into covenant, you want to make sure that you guys are on the same page, that you're pursuing the Lord in the same manner, that you're both going to Jesus and you're both in stride with each other. So when you think about, you know, the yoke, what is a yoke? Well, a yoke is the very thing that would rest on the neck of cattle or oxen when they would usually be plowing a field or pulling a cart. So if you think about yoke that is resting on the necks of two two animals or two oxen if one if one animal is pulling pulling the yoke um, at a different rate or a different speed than the other then they cannot progress evenly together and, and fulfill their mission or fulfill the duty that they're called to if you're both pulling at the same rate and pulling at the same speed you accomplish a lot more it's a lot more easy and you get more done and there's grace upon it and the one thing that really just like opened my eyes is say you have one animal that's the yoke and he's pulling really really slow and really far behind and then you have another animal who's pulling way further at a different speed what actually happens to that cart is that it doesn't not just go anywhere it actually goes in circles and it goes in a cycle so you're actually moving but you're not getting anywhere so i think the insight inside of being equally yoked is the lord is telling us hey when you're planning for marriage when you're planning for this covenant when you're planning to step into a forever with this person make sure that you're choosing wisely and make sure that those passions and desires are equally equally yoked together yeah. because it will save you trouble in the future and wow. i gotta say i'm so thankful for an equally yoked marriage um you know waiting for you and pursuing you know a woman who is a virtue a woman who is pursuing god i don't have to like convince you to go pursue jesus obviously i'm going to encourage you sometimes and i might inspire you to do so but i'm not having to wake you up every day and say get get with the lord pursue him set your eyes on him you already have that self that self-driven, that self-drive and ambition mm-hmm. within yourself. So I love that. And ultimately, when you're both pursuing Jesus, you honestly, you guys, you just, you just kind of flow off it each works. other. Yeah. You flow off each other. And really, you just add so much more to each other's lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's on my wife gets on me and what's on me gets on, on my wife. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think that's what equally yoked means to yeah. me. Yeah. Wow. I really love that imagery that you explained with the the cattle or ox or whatever um animal it was that you don't just uh not make progress as quick but you actually go in circles yeah, and that goes to show circles of patterns cycles, and patterns cycles. and cycles that some people walk through in yeah. relationship after relationship or maybe in the same relationship year after yeah. year and not progressing forward yeah you may run into those people you know three two three decades down the road and they're in the same cycle Mm -hmm. just a different day and yeah it's true when one one when one yoke is pulling way behind and the other is pulling way in forward you're really moving but you're never going anywhere you're not actually moving yeah yeah that's really good okay so wrapping up a little bit here um i think one more uh just really quick one more good question to ask yourself is why do i want to be married 
And um, we don't even have to say a whole lot on that. I think a lot of people maybe idolize marriage or maybe it's not an idol, just really look up to it and um, have a goal for that one day, but they don't really know why. And it's not bad to desire marriage or to desire something in life, but I think it's always good to meditate on the why. What is your why? Exactly. Why do you want to get married? Do you want to have that lavish wedding that's just, you know, you know, Pinterest glory. Do you want to make Mm -hmm. a nice reel out of it? You want everybody just have a good, you know, good fun dance party. Mm -hmm. You know, you want a story to remember. That's all cool and all, but that's not its design. That's just a cherry on top. The design is that I'm marrying. Why do I want to get married? It's because I want to enter into a covenant that the Lord, that the Lord designed because Mm -hmm. there is so much in this um, for husbands and wives to step into when they actually make vows yeah. and a covenant with each other, not loose words, right. not loose promises, but vows for, for a lifetime. Yeah. Love that. Love that. So you shouldn't just be preparing for a day as in the wedding, but preparing for a lifetime. Well, just ask marriage. you, you know, if you don't mind me asking you, why did you want to get married? Um, yeah, I always looked up to, certain marriages around me i i just always desired that i think i um my immature answer would be i love love um and i knew that i wanted to experience a lifetime of love with a best friend with somebody that knows everything about me with somebody that i can do life with um but i wanted it to be the right person i didn't want it just because i didn't want to be lonely I, i wanted it to be the right person and truly enjoy everyday life and ultimately wanted to share my life with someone and go after God together and populate heaven with someone by my side. Yeah. I love that you said that, you know, you, you know, I feel like there's another side of that spectrum too, though. Is like, I love love so much, you know, this isn't what you explained, but many women out there might be, I love love so much that I might settle on a category i might settle for this person because i just want to have this love so much you know what i mean and not thinking long term you know what i mean yeah the right love is definitely worth the the weight yeah for sure yeah so um so speaking of that one more question i want to ask you babe to wrap up today's episode do you believe in the one does the one exist what does the one like really mean like, like, do you believe like Neo, a- the Matrix, the one? Oh my <laughs> Just gosh, kidding. Wow. Or like, what do you mean, like the one? Like, do you believe there is one person out there for everyone? Like, do you believe I am the one? Well, you know, how would you answer that to people who got remarried and they're extremely happy? I think for me, I would answer and say, I believe that God has divine um, marriages that he that he sets up like divine appointments. Like he, he can set up a divine marriage and, and set a woman and a man up together to be together. But I wouldn't say, I since love is a choice, I would say I don't think that there's just the one. You can choose to love somebody. You can choose to grow in love with somebody. It takes sacrifice. It takes endurance. It takes compromise. It takes, um, you know, humility. Uh, it's just, are you willing to put it in? But I believe that the Lord also... Um, does set up relationships. Um, like for instance, when, you know, we ran into each other, obviously we knew each other our entire lives mm-hmm. or not entire lives. So that's not a, that's not a true statement since we're in the fifth grade. Um, and I gave up baseball. It was actually a time in my life where I gave up something and the Lord said, you know, give this up and you're going to, I'm going to give you something better. And I gave up baseball. And then like weeks later I ran into you mm-hmm. 
and um, things just started aligning so I'm and the things, <laughs> things just started happening. And um, I felt like the Lord, you know, you know, basically put you on my path right in the time that I needed it. So um, I believe that there are relationships that are or marriages that are are ordained by God. But mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that the one exists as if this like magnetic field is pulling my person to me and we're right, just going right. to meet one day on top of a mountain on a hike and that's going to be it like right. no i don't believe that love ultimately is a choice a hundred percent and i would say the exact same thing exact same thing love is a choice you are my chosen love i chose you on october 19th 2019 to be my forever and i think that's even better than finding quote-unquote the one because that means even when it gets hard even when we have horrible days even when we're going through trials and tribulations i'm still going to choose you i'm still going to go after you i'm still going to pursue my husband because i choose you even when i don't feel like it now the one i feel like i just feel like it it kind of aligns with like you know romance fantasy movies fate it makes a good story right you know it, it yeah yeah but like you said when i asked you like um you know god forbid if something happened to one of us and one of us remarried or for those that do remarry i do believe people find love again because they choose it you know yeah yeah. um so yeah i thought that would be a fun question to talk about because i know that's a really big topic too Um, but hopefully everything we discussed today is um for those listening just really good questions to ask yourselves or maybe if you're in a relationship you have a boyfriend or girlfriend these are really good questions to talk about um and just meditate on in your daily encounters with the lord um and yeah ultimately marriage is a covenant marriage is huge so choose wisely you're gonna no yeah you choose (laughs) you're gonna walk through every space and place of life with this person you're gonna walk through the mountains and the valleys you're gonna walk through trial and tribulation um, you're going to see glory days and you're going to see very bad days together. Right. Um, you have to ask yourself, you know, is this the person that I'm willing to go through all of this with? Is it worth it to have this person, you know, side by side and hand in hand with me? Because um, we don't want just a trophy wife and you don't want just a trophy husband. Mm-hmm. We want someone that's going to be with us through thick and thin that ultimately can speak into my life when I'm down, like when I'm out of it. I wanted my, I always prayed my, my wife to be able to speak life into me and vice versa, you know, as you prayed for your life. And mm-hmm. we've done that. And honestly, that changes the game. Yeah. So as you're pursuing a set apart relationship or a set apart marriage, um, I just hope that you consider these questions, you know, that, that we put forth and, and maybe just ponder them and, and bring them up and think about them, whether you're on your drive or you're at work or you're just doing the dishes at home. Um, these questions matter and I believe that the Lord is raising up set apart marriages in the earth for such a time as this mm-hmm. and I see such an attack on marriages I mean mm-hmm. more than I That's could ever imagine right now yeah, yeah I've never seen such an attack on marriages I mm-hmm. feel like the whole fabric of marriage is trying to even being be stripped away by culture mm-hmm. by you know by lessening the value of it right. I'm gonna know this is the most important decision you can make this is the best decision you can make and this is the decision that can ultimately change your life i think a quote that really really um stuck with me is that the woman or man that you choose in your life for your marriage will be the thing that either brings you closest to heaven or closest to hell yeah that's a lot to to take in right there because you that that kind of calls for uh self-reflection too in you know in singleness too like i want to make sure i'm 
not just doing what I need, make it all about me, 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 but how can I serve my future spouse? Yeah. How can I serve them in the day to day? And I love yeah. earlier when you talked about the just waiters, um, I'd love to flip that narrative, you know, instead of saying like, just wait until the honeymoon season's over. I'd love to flip that narrative and speak, speak life over our marriage and say, just wait till you wake up every day next to your best friend. Just wait until you Come on. and your favorite person make a baby together and they're half you and half your person. Just wait until every yeah. day is an adventure with your spouse. Like marriage is so beautiful and um, not to be idolized, but marriage is, uh, I think a great goal to have in um, marriage is not lost. It's not just a traditional thing yeah. of the past. Marriage is beautiful. Yeah. Um, and for the right person, it's yeah. it's for now. Yeah. And please don't hear this and be like, wow, the way they're talking, this just isn't out there anymore. This isn't right. this isn't possible. There's just not people like this anymore. I understand where you may be thinking or coming from that the life in the world around us is changing and it seems like it is for the worse, but I promise you there are people on the other side of your prayers right now. There are people on the other side of what you're asking God for right now and he is faithful to give you exactly what you need and more. Yeah. He did it for me. Mm-hmm. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, babe. Well, to wrap this episode up, do you want to pray us out? let's do it. So thank you, Lord, for this day. I thank you for this conversation, Lord. I thank you for these ideas and these questions, Lord, that were Holy Spirit inspired and Holy Spirit prompted, Lord. I just thank you for all the people who are listening, Lord God. I ask that this message would touch them wherever they are at today, God. Uh, Whether they're in their car, they're in their home, they're in their backyard, they're cooking dinner, Lord, they're doing the dishes, they're on a walk or a run, Lord. I just ask that you would meet them right where they're at, God. Lord, I ask that you would raise up, set apart marriages, set apart relationships, set apart men and women all over the world, Lord God. And Lord, I just declare um, life over relationships. I declare life over the person, Lord, that might want to bow out of trying to find their their godly husband or is feeling kind of, um, Lord God, shameful or disappointed and discouraged in this journey. Lord, I just pray for that person right now. Lord, would you grip their hearts? Would you grab their hearts, Lord God? And would you give them way more than they could ever ask or imagine or think, Lord? Because you are the God who gives in abundance. And Lord, we thank you that you are raising up set apart marriages in this earth. And Lord, the heart's cry of the set apart people is, Lord, our life is to love you. Our will is to please you. And our desire is to know you. Amen. Amen and amen. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. We will see you in the next episode.